Do you have your tickets yet for the P3 Marketing Summit? This happens January 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2024 in Columbia, South Carolina. I'd love to see you there. This is Chip Close. I'm the host of the Restaurant Strategy Podcast, and I'll be co-hosting that event with a friend and colleague of mine, a guy named Rev Ciancio. He is hands down the smartest restaurant marketer I know. If my if I'm all strategy, he's all tactical. And this event, two and a half days in Columbia, South Carolina, is going to be a very actionable, very tactical. Two parties, three days, five different workshops. We've got three sponsors for the event. You're going to have a ton of great speakers taking the stage, including me, including Rev. You do not want to miss this one. Best part is that we're capping this event at 100 attendees. We have sold over half of those tickets up to this point. If you want to be there, I want you to be there. Go check the link in the show notes where you can get your tickets or go to restaurantstrategypodcast.com. You'll see a banner across the top of that website. You can click that to go get your tickets. Get them now. Again, January 14th, 15th, and 16th, the P3 Marketing Summit. Come be a part of it. Level up your marketing. You are not going to want to miss this. And stick around because on today's episode, we're talking all about the slowdown, a slowdown that may or may not be coming. But you know what? The, the economy is cyclical. There will be a slowdown coming eventually. And I'm going to explain to you the three things I need you to focus on that I think you need to focus on for any pending slowdown. These are going to be really good. Three things you need to focus on. Don't go anywhere. All that on restaurant strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is restaurant strategy. A podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Hey there, thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable business. Each week, I leverage my 20 plus years of experience in this industry to help you build a more profitable and a more sustainable business. I also work directly with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 Mastermind program. Now, what is that? The three P's, they stand for profit, process, and progress. This is a group coaching program, a mastermind where we meet two hours every single week on a call. New members come in, commit themselves to six months in the program, though most uh, members stay for much, much longer. If you struggle to generate consistent, predictable 20% profits, this is the program for you. Meaning you do a lot of revenue, right? You've got, you've got a great product. People love you. They keep coming back and you're, and you're generating a meaningful amount of revenue, but are struggling to drop that to the bottom line. Then we can help set up a free call by visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. You'll hop on a call with me or someone else from my team. We'll get to know more about you and your restaurant. You'll learn more about the program. We can see if you're a good fit for the program. Again, the best way to get started is visiting restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. And yes, that link is in the show notes. Now, today's episode is going to be short and sweet. I've been talking to a lot of people 
uh, clients, members of the mastermind that I run. I've been talking to a lot of people uh, at the events that I've spoken at over the last couple of months, and there's some debate about whether we're heading into a recession, right? Uh, it's certainly uh, other countries around the world. If you're if you're uh, out beyond the United States, uh, it may have already hit you. Um, I was in uh, New Zealand in June and July, and uh, it is definitely hitting them there. So anybody from New Zealand listening, I know you guys are feeling it. And we are sort of teetering on the edge. All of our uh, government officials are trying to, to you know, drop us in for a safe, soft landing. And the jury's still out on whether that's going to happen or not. And here's the bottom line, though. Whether we have a complete slowdown and a... Um, uh, and hit a recession in the next uh, couple of weeks or months, or whether it will happen in a couple of years. The 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 reality is it will eventually hit us. It is it is inevitable that this the the way the world economies work is that it's cyclical. So I think there are three things you need to do to prepare yourself for any slowdown. Here's the interesting thing: as you'll hear uh, as we go along in this episode, it's the exact same things you need to do to create a profitable business in all climates. It's just especially acutely important during a slowdown. So three things we're going to walk you through. We're going to be, again, short, sweet episode. Let's get right to it. The number one thing you need to do is manage your expenses. You need to be very aware of keeping key expenses like labor and cogs. You need to keep those expenses tethered to revenue. And it's going to be especially important because as revenue goes down, Everything else, uh, specifically your fixed expenses, right? Your rent, your utilities, your insurance, all of those will feel larger. They will loom larger because they will take on a greater percentage of your expenses, of your budget. So it becomes even more crucial that you understand the levers available to you to manage the other key expenses, right? They say control the controllables. The controllables, for the most part, are cogs and labor. You can affect what products you buy, how much you pay for them, and how much you charge for the items on your menu. That is a controllable cost. Just like labor, you can control how much you pay people, how many people you staff. You can control that. Now, there are certain things that make that challenging, uh, certainly in this climate right now. Those factors are easing. But still, when we say control the controllables, those are our controllables. Cogs plus label or labor equals prime cost. So you'll hear people talk about that. Used to be 50%, then we say 55%. Now the number is really 60%. You need your prime cost, meaning cogs plus labor, at or below 60% in order to have a fighting chance at having a profitable, sustainable, long-running restaurant. That's the number these days. I always talk about my 30-30-20 rule. 30% cogs, 30% labor, 20% for everything else. It absolutely works. It's a rule of thumb. It's not going to be that for every restaurant, certainly not for every concept in every market. But a good rule of thumb is 30-30-20. 30 plus 30 plus 20 equals 80. 100 minus 80 equals 20. If you can do that, if you can keep your expenses at 80% of revenue, you will generate 20% profit. 20% to the bottom line if you do that. In a slowdown, it becomes even more crucial to put really good restrictions, guardrails, to provide oversight for those key areas. If you don't already have a program like Margin Edge, you need to get a program like Margin Edge to manage your cogs. If you don't already have a top in-class 
uh, uh, scheduling software like Seven Shifts, you need to get yourself a program like Seven Shifts. Something to manage your inventory and your cost of goods, right? Especially with daily price fluctuations. And then something to manage to keep track of your labor. Those two pieces, a program like Margin Edge and Seven Shifts, they're sponsors on this show because I love what they do. They are sponsors because I approached them. I said, I love these programs. I recommend them all the time. Anyway, would you come uh, sponsor, be a part, show some support for the work that we do on this show? And they both said yes. And they've been sponsors now uh, for years. I love their uh, products. I love the software. I love what they do for restaurant owners. So you need Margin Edge and Seven Shifts. You need programs that can help you control your controllables. That's the number one thing you need to do in a slowdown. Guess what? Like I said at the top, it's something you need to do anyway. But in a slowdown, it becomes even more crucial. Again, think of that 30-30-20 rule. You need cogs and labor to be no more than 60. That's prime cost. You need to be no more than 60 in order to have a fighting chance of being profitable. Then the second thing you need to do is think about creating a differentiated product. Your experience, a meal at your restaurant, is the product you're selling. And that product needs to be something so different, so unique that people can't get it anywhere else. Now, I'm going to stop you right there because I know you're going, well, my, I run a pizza place. Fine. But don't get into this commodity game. Pizza is pizza is pizza is pizza is pizza. You need to be able to have something that no one else has. Because otherwise, why would someone come to you? If you play the commodity game, I've said this on past episodes, right? Commodity product, right? The definition of it says that all things being equal, consumer will base their decision on one of three criteria, convenience, familiarity, or price, right? You are never going to be able to compete on price. It's a race to the bottom. You are never going to be able to com uh, compete on convenience. We are not Subway. We are not McDonald's. And you can't. You can't necessarily compete on familiarity because there are other more famous brands out there. If you run a pizza place, you're up against a bunch of other famous national chains, uh, not to mention all the other famous local uh, brands that you compete against. It is a race to the bottom if you have to compete on familiarity, convenience, or price. You will never win that game. You don't have the purchasing power. You don't have the marketing dollars to win that game. So how do you win that game? You win that game by creating a differentiated product, by having something that nobody else has, by providing an experience that is different than anything else out there. So when people think of you, they think of something different. They can't get anywhere else. No, we got to go there because they're the only place that has that dish or has that vibe or has the kind of uh, uh, personality at the table or whatever it is. However you fill in the blank, different people make decisions based on different uh, criteria. You have to understand why people make decisions and you have to separate yourself from everybody else out there. If you got a pizza place, you're in a category with 30 other pizza places. If you run just a sushi shop, right? You got spicy tuna, you got rainbow rolls, you got tuna, you got salmon, you, got, you understand what I'm saying. If you run one of those places, how do you stand out on uh, Uber Eats or DoorDash? You don't. People are looking at the delivery time. People are looking at the price. People are looking at the ratings, right? You can never win that game. 
You want to be the thing that people go seeking out rather than going, I want sushi. Let's figure out what's out there. You, you won't win. You won't capture enough dollars to do it. And in a slowdown, it becomes incredibly crucial. See, here's the thing. In a slowdown, in a recession, people think, oh, everyone's tightening their belt. They're not spending as much money. It's not exactly true. What happens is they're tightening their belts, but they're not looking for cheap deals. They're just going out less. But what happens is when you go out less, you want the times that you do go out to be meaningful, to be worth it. Well, if I'm going to spend the money to go out, I want it to be worth it. So people aren't going to just get a deal. They're not going for the cheapest option out there. This is, a, this is a, again, a, a common misconception when we talk about sort of huge economic um, fluctuations, when we talk about things like a recession. During a slowdown, it means that people are going out less, but they want more from the experiences they get. Now, it's not necessarily like they're going to, every time they go out, it's fine dining. It might just be the burger place, burger and a beer. They just want to know that it's worth it, that it's worth them going out. So that's the second thing you need to do. You need to double down and create a differentiated product. If you can be gotten anywhere else, people will go elsewhere because those other places are probably more convenient. Those other places may be cheaper. Those other places shouldn't be in competition with you. You should be in a category all your own. Or if you're in a category, you should stand out really clearly so it's not even a competition. People are like, oh, yeah, that's where we're going to go. We're going to go to that place. So number one, you got to manage your expenses. you got to forecast and you got to build budgets and keep even tighter control on your budget. That's the number one thing. We do it anyway. you got to do it more then. Number two, you have to create a differentiated product. Again, this is rules for branding your uh, your company. It's even more important in a slowdown, in a recession. Finally today, then, the third thing, and I can't stress this enough. I feel like I was saying this on the very early episodes of the show, and then the pandemic hit, and, and I was sort of proven right. You need multiple revenue streams. You need to be able to serve your people in whatever way they wish to be served. So if there's something that we learned through the pandemic, it's that if we made our money one way, right? If a restaurant out there uh, only offered in-person dining, meaning people came in, they ate, they paid for what they consumed, and they left, we obviously got screwed during the pandemic because we couldn't go out. Uh, consumers couldn't go out anymore. So we had no business left, and we had to, there's the P word, we had to pivot. And the problem, though, is that our people need a lot of different things in their lives. And we're actually probably uniquely qualified to provide a whole bunch of things to them. We just didn't realize that until the pandemic. Again, I was talking about this pre-pandemic. I was talking about it straight through the pandemic. And I want to remind you about it now. It may not be as dire as it was in March 2020, but it's still important. And you'll feel it as we go along. I've got clients now in cities that are uh, sort of suffering again with crime and homelessness. And guess what? It's impacting their business because they're in neighborhoods that aren't well policed, that there's drug deals going on outside. There's homeless people sleeping in the park right next to them. People don't feel safe. So people, uh, the revenue is going down. And one of the things we talked about are, have we exhausted all the revenue streams? They're catering for this one property is way up. A lot of their other satellite businesses that revolve around the main business are way up, but in-person sales are down. This will happen 
in the natural life of a restaurant. What I want you to do is be prepared, have a lot of different ways to serve people. Because in a slowdown, let's say, in a recession, people might not be going out for dinner. It may be too hard. Maybe they're working a second job. Maybe they just don't have the time to go out. That doesn't mean they're going to cook at home all the time. There's plenty of nights that they don't want to cook at home. They don't have enough you know, food at home, etc. What they might do is just order in. So could you serve them in that way? Could you serve them uh, retail products, merchandise, cooking classes, kids' classes? I, I don't know. But think of different ways that you can serve them, right? So the best part about the pandemic is that this, this pivot, right? We pivoted. A pivot simply means you looked at your audience and thought, what do they need? The thing that they used to come to me for, they no longer need because we were all trapped in our houses and diners couldn't leave their houses. They didn't need an in-person dining experience. They weren't allowed. They still didn't want to cook for themselves seven days a week. That's why takeout and delivery surged because they just thought, I can't, I just, I'm bored. I'm just too tired because I'm now working at home and taking care of my kids and all of that stuff. I just want to be taken care of, which is the same reason they came to us before. It's just the product is different. So the same thing applies here. You need to look at your people and say, what do they need that I'm uniquely qualified to provide? If you can ask that question and really think about the answers to that question, you will come up with all kinds of different ways to serve them, right? Retail, merchandise, takeout and delivery, offsite catering, private dining, in-person dining, cooking classes, kids cooking classes. I don't know. My gut tells me that you're smart and you can figure out different ways. And I would come up with a series of different, a series of different products that you can offer them. So that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about today. If we've got a slowdown coming, if the recession is looming and it is going to hit, if that's the case, and I don't know, nobody can predict the future. But the three things I think you need to do that's, those are it. Number one, manage your expenses even more deliberately than you're doing now. Number two, make sure you've got a differentiated product that somebody knows why they would come out to you. Be the clear choice across categories. And then finally, finally, number three, you need to identify multiple revenue streams because people still need stuff. They still need stuff from you. You're uniquely qualified to provide something It just might be different than the thing that you served, that you did them, uh, provided for them before. That's it. If the slowdown is coming, those are the three things you really need to focus on and double down. I want to finish today's episode by again reminding you about the P3 Marketing Summit. It happens on January 14th, 15th, and 16th in Columbia, South Carolina. It's two and a half days, right? It's a welcome party on Sunday night, full day of workshops on Monday, a party Monday night, Full day of workshops on Tuesday night. And then I don't know, whoever's in town, we'll probably all go out to dinner somewhere. We'll do something cool, something fun. Uh, and then everybody will fly out on Wednesday, I guess. If you want to level up your marketing, come be a part of it. I'm co-hosting the event with a guy named Rev Ciancio. He's a TikTok a superstar, uh, an Instagram influencer, and one of the smartest restaurant marketers I know. Super cool guy, very knowledgeable, and really generous. We'll literally 
teach you everything he knows. If you want to be in that room, I want you to be in that room. Go. There's a link in the show notes, or you can visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com. You'll see a banner across the top. You click there and you can go get tickets. Again, the P3 Marketing Summit happens in January 2024 in Columbia, South Carolina. I look forward to seeing you there. Again, I appreciate you taking the time to be here and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you next time.